professional, your weekly Google podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 185, and welcome back to the front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. Hope you're doing good wherever you are, whatever time of day it is. Uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome. If you've been listening for a long time, welcome back. So glad. Uh, for so many people tuning in and listening and learning uh, about God's Word together. You know, I started the podcast, uh, for many of you who are are new, started the podcast on the front porch as a result of going through a, a deep amount of counseling and trying to find a sacred space to just process through all that I was learning. Um, and then just really started slowing down and taking passages of passages of scripture really slow and just let kind of chewing on it and and working through it and that's what this podcast is all about this podcast is about slowing down a little bit this podcast is about uh taking god's word and kind of digesting it not just in the day but maybe carrying it throughout the week and that it helps you to really grow in your understanding of who god is calling you to be and uh, a lot of this is, you know, scripture is helping us shape our identity. The spirit of God is moving and the scriptures are active, right? They're sharper than a two-edged sword. And so a lot of times what we need to do is just slow down, take a passage, work through it, and go personalize it. What does this mean to me, right? How, can, how will this change the way I see my life in the kingdom of God? What is he inviting me into? All these different questions. So that is why this podcast exists. And I believe it's why it's important uh, for you to not just read this passage, the passage we're going to go through, read the context. The context is going to give you way more than I'm going to be able to give you in 15 minutes. So go back and read like we're going to be in 1 Corinthians 16. Read chapter uh, chapter 16 of 1 Corinthians. Get, the, get what's going on, the whole feel of it. I'll give you an overview, but get the whole feel of it for yourself. Chew on it, and, and then this passage will really come uh, to light. For those of you who continue to listen, thank you so much for being here. So glad that you continue to tune in. And for those of you who, uh, who give on Patreon, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate it so much. You have no idea. And then last but not least is uh, I launched the devotional, Front Porch Devotional. That launched. Uh, you can go to lulu.com and put in the search engine uh, Front Porch Confessional. You can pick up your copy today. All right, our passage, 1 Corinthians 16, 13 through 14 says this. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. I was uh, working through this passage and thinking about in the context of all that's happening. This is why this passage was so helpful for me. I was having a conversation with a friend and and uh, just working through this 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 passage, thinking through this passage, and in the context of everything that's happening in our culture. It's like, man, we we need to lock in here. Like, we really, really need to think through this and process through this passage. And so, the story I was thinking about was that was like one of the proudest moments I I had I really ever had um, with my oldest son. And uh, he's in high school. I get a call from the principal. Not good. But normally, you know, it's like he never. I never get a call. 
from the principal from this child. Uh, he has been consistent. This is my son, Ben. Uh, consistent. He has been pretty level-headed, very rarely gets in trouble for the most part. Um, and so it was really unexpected to get a call from the principal. The principal uh, says, I have your son here. And he did something in class today. And so I'm like, okay, walk me through it. So uh, Ben had a teacher that used a racial slur in class and kept using that racial slur in the class. And Ben stood up and said, you need to stop. And the teacher kept going, and Ben said, you need to stop now. And they kept going, and Ben said, you need to stop. He kept saying, stop, stop it. So as a result of that, Ben gets to the, the, goes to the principal's office. The principal's talking me through it and, you know, basically saying proud of Ben for standing up, that what the teacher did was wrong. And on the phone, I got to just affirm Ben, just like, buddy, so proud of you, proud that you stood up what, for what was right. Right in the midst of immense amount of pressure from your peers, like you did what was right. And one of the things that I feel like one for Ben, but I really am most proud of for all of our kids is the fact that they really, and we have watched this with them, they really stand up for injustice. You know, sometimes sometimes I, I step back and and uh, I go, man, where where did that where did that come from? Right. And, and if I'm honest, I want to take all the credit. I really do because you know. A lot of parents want to, right? We want to take care of, we want to, we want to go like, no, 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 I I crushed it in that department, you know, but I can't fully take all the credit, you know, but, you know, Patty and I've talked and, and hopefully, hopefully we've talked to them and hopefully we've lived in a way that our children can see who we are and what we stand for and, and what we're against. Really, there are things that we are against and hopefully they've watched us model that. And we really believe that as we've done that, that this has taken root in their lives and the Spirit of God has led them into conviction about injustice. You know, a reminder that that Paul is a spiritual father. And uh, we discussed this in episode 183. Like if you want to get a little bit more context about uh, Corinth and this this city that, that Paul was pastoring in, uh, so, so Paul is pastoring there. He is a spiritual father there. And Corinth, the Corinthian church, is a very, very difficult place. It's a very difficult place to be a Christian, a very difficult place to be a pastor. And I feel like I, I spend a decent amount of time uh, in this period of church history, the ch- period of church history that we're in currently, where many think that the end of the world is here. Like, Many, a lot of people are processing through that thought right now, you know, and maybe it is, but none of us will ever really know. And and the reason why they feel this way is because of all the bad that is happening all around us, right? The reminder is this, it's been worse in the past. And this this period of time in Corinth, and this period of time in church history, first century, first century church history is really, really, really bad. But Paul, being the spiritual father he is, takes a moment and he gives them genuine direction. He says, be on guard, stand firm, be courageous, be strong. The question naturally that comes is why and from what? 
What's interesting to me as I was working through this passage is that in every generation, Satan has been on a mission to divide. I mean, in the heavens, he was a part of a divine insurrection, like a divine insurrection where, where he deceived one-third of the angels, right? And they fell from heaven. Right now, we are watching churches turn on one another. Right now, we are watching people believe in a false gospel. Paul is saying, hey, listen, we've got to stop this. This, 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 this cannot continue in the way it's continuing. Paul is saying, we got to be on guard. We got to stand firm. We got to be courageous. We got to be strong because Satan wants to devour you, your family, your friends, your church, your country, and your whole world. And we need to be awake and aware. Anytime there's division, we need to be awake and aware anytime there's division because it's either the work of God or the counterfeit work of Satan. The division that God brings is as a result of a counter gospel that Satan presents. And as it says in John 4 24, God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth, which is why we stand firm in the faith. What do we stand firm in? We stand firm in the faith. Faith in what? In Jesus. Faith in Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the light. I find it so interesting that everyone's so distracted. So many people, I'm distracted, so distracted. With all the messages, right? The medical professions, they're, they're not that, right? Your pastors, they're not that. Your politicians, they're not that. Your news reporters, not that. Your friends, not that. Your family, not that. Your favorite follow on Instagram is not that. They're not the way, they're not the truth, and they're not the life. Only Jesus is that. Jesus endured temptation in all the ways we do, but he did not sin. Jesus was come against by political powers. Jesus was rejected by, uh, rejected by his hometown, the people in his hometown. Jesus was rejected by the religious. Jesus was rejected by his friends. And you could keep going down this road, but, but what he did do is really, really important. Right? In the midst of all this, in the midst of all the division, on all the, all the craziness, what did Jesus do? He loved them. And he loved them even unto death on the cross, it says in the scriptures. Paul says, be on guard. Stand firm. Be strong. Be courageous. But never lose love. Love of God and others will invite you into a sacrificial way of living your life in this world. And we are so against everything, I think, because we, we, we feel like we, the way we're taking a stand and the way we're being courageous, right, and the way we're being strong and all these different things, right, it, 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 it's so reactionary. But we are so against everything that people can't see what we are for.
And yes, we need to be wise. And yes, we need to be careful. But we can't forget Jesus on the cross. That he died for those who rejected him and and, and who mocked him. And the question is for you and for me, will we do the same? It takes a lot of strength to love when you're being come up against. It takes a lot of being strong and courageous when everyone's ridiculing you because you're, you're standing against injustice and you're following after Jesus. But as we do that, we model to our world this good news that Jesus died and he rose again. It's going to cost us something to stand up for injustice. It's going, to stop, it's going to cost us something to not follow the trends, to not do what everyone else is doing. We follow our king, the king of kings, and the Lord of lords. He is our example. And we watch the way he served and he led even unto death and death on the cross so that we can all have life and life to the full. And that's what we're inviting our world and our culture and our politicians and even our pastors and our churches and parishioners. This is what we're inviting them in as we live this life out for the glory of God because the love of Jesus will invite you to the cross of Jesus. The love of Jesus will invite you to the cross of Jesus and say, look to him, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. So the question is this, where have you been unloving as a result of being on guard? The culture is coming up against us strongly. And this is not saying just sit back and take it. No, no, no. We need to be on guard. But we need to do that with keeping a balance of also being loving and kind and sacrificial in the way that we do that. Father God, this, is, this isn't easy. It's so hard. So hard to take a stand for what's right and also be loving. And so would you teach us, Jesus, you showed us this. You showed us this. You displayed this for us. Thank you for your example. May we live it out for your glory and honor that many would come to know you. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that God is